Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs, also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Real spoilers powered by ReviewSTL.com. Warning, the following film discussion will ruin the ending of any movie you haven't seen. Example, Bruce Willis is dead at the end of The Sixth Sense. See how I ruined it for you? Just like that. Here are a few more. Silent Breed is people! I am your father. Get it? Real spoilers. You've been warned. Broadcasting from the lush but not lavish studios located in the basement of the O'Keefe Institute for Advanced Film Snarkitude, this is Real Spoilers, episode 525, Dr. Sleep. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's, Let's go around the table and everyone can introduce themselves. This is Joe. This is Kevin. This is Tom. Quick shameless plugs. Don't forget, we're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Spreaker, wherever you get your podcasts, except you know, Google Podcasts, apparently. <laughs> uh, you well, we are find... now, right? No, I can't figure out how to do it. <laughs> okay. I look at the rules yeah. and like how to do it. Sweet baby Jesus. It's like, make sure your flux drive doesn't have <laughs> robot.txt blocking your left kidney. And I'm just like... <laughs> What the hell is oh. this saying? Spreaker's real. Yeah. I <laughs> thought we were making what? that up. No, that's oh a real my thing. God. If we were making that up, we'd have TM'd it. <laughs> that's true, yeah. But uh <laughs> yeah, like the the instructions for how to get on a Google podcast, like okay. I don't even understand the words. So they I should are look saying. at it. Yeah. Saying. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Like I because so that just, was Tom's roundabout way of saying, hey, Kevin, take I don't know how to do it. Yeah, <laughs> I hadn't heard him ask for help yet, so yeah. I didn't understand like that. Behind I the to... scenes, like I, I, I'm i the one that has gone through and like pushed it out, except for Apple Podcasts. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like I put it on the on the other platforms. I submitted us to Pandora uh, yesterday. Oh, nice. Um, but oh. Uh, um, but like the, the Google one, I'm like, I, I have nothing. But I'm the one that like I got us on Blueberry and iHeart and TuneIn and all that stuff. Sweet. But, but uh, um, and we've been on those for years, you know. Right. But um, but I did, just figured out yesterday that Google Play and Google Podcasts are not the same thing. <laughs> like when I did Google Play, Google Podcasts didn't, didn't exist. exist right. And so when they started saying Google Podcasts, I just you thought, presumed it carried over. I thought they were rebranding yeah. when it was already there. Sure, and sure. so I didn't think it was a whole other thing. And also. Thanks for submitting your show to our other platform, but go f yourself. Right, right, right. right. So yeah. should have known. <laughs> yeah. Should have known. So it's yeah. It was. Wow. I was just like, what the huh? 
So well, before you turn into Doctor Sleep, let's talk about this movie. Yes. <laughs> so what what is everybody's relationship with the book first? I've read both. Okay, I read The Shining when I was like a teenager. Okay, and then I actually uh, just reread The Shining and then rolled right into Doctor Sleep. Okay, so about how do they how do they work together? Um, like when you roll them together, uh, they're okay. I mean. You know, like I just wanted The Shining to be kind of top of mind, and I'm, sure, because I hadn't read it in thirty years, and uh, so I'm glad I did. Yeah, uh, because there were some elements that I think, if I hadn't just read The Shining, I would have thought he was kind of retconning some yep. things. Yep, yep, that yep. he was not. Right, that he that he played fair and square. He uh, being Stephen King, or he being Fl- Mike Flanagan. <laughs> he being Stephen King. Okay, um, and so. And I have not watched The Shining recently. Okay. And I think that there's a pretty significant plot point that they've removed from the movie. Oh. Um, from the book? From the book that's not in the movie because I don't think it gets f- addressed in the film no if hedge memory serves. Gotcha. Okay. And yeah, I never... So we, we actually just did a Patreon episode on The Shining that's coming. So that will be, by the time you hear this, yeah. it should be up. So Patreon listeners will have just gotten that refresher of right. Stanley Kubrick's 1980, The Shining. Um, but uh, yeah, so we recently just watched, rewatched the movie. I, of course, watched it you know several times. I never read the book, but I did read Dr. Sleep. So okay. I was excited to see how the this movie... Is- this is very interesting. So yeah. I've read the book, read Do- The Shining, but not Doctor Sleep. Yeah, so we have a good <laughs> so, mixture. Yeah. Right? So yeah, so it's it's no it's no secret that Kubrick. Uh, there's a reason it's not called Stephen King's The Shining. Right. There's a reason it's called Stanley Kubrick's The Shining. Uh, and it's. I was wondering how that was going to factor into this. I think they did a really good job of threading the needle. Yeah. Of being a sequel to both without yeah. ever disavowing either. either. Yeah. I, I, and I, I was masterful the yeah. way that they made a sequel to the book and the movie, and it almost a reboot of the shi- of the movie of the original movie. It's almost like a weird. It's this weird. I wouldn't say a reboot. Because well, not a reboot, but like it's just the it's this very strange and not strange in a bad way, but like like you said, a masterful way to tie in yeah. the nineteen the book, the move the the Shining movie, and Doctor Sleep, and make them all work together yeah. in 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 sequence which i didn't think was even going to be possible right they made the right choices because it's so like, because the book and the, the original book and movie are so different we always talk about how when you adapt a book i mean this you know a lot of times book readers aren't happy with the movie you know and people that have not read the book they're happy with it because they don't know the changes or whatnot it's very hard to please all groups but i have a feeling and i mean as as a book reader of dr sleep i am very happy with what they did but also as book readers of the shining even though i haven't read it i know about the differences right. and i'm amazed at how they included some things from that book that didn't happen in the movie and then some of the movie things i mean we'll go through them and talk about the changes as we go but i i was blown away by how well they handled yeah. it. it's like they made choices they had to make choices of which ones to be truthful to right and i feel like all the ones that they made throughout the movie were the right ones like yes. the ones that i agreed with yeah uh, i never went like oh they should have there's only one thing at the end that we'll get into that i didn't like but overall the way the movie flowed was very and i will good. say they it's very faithful to the book right up until it's not yeah but then and, it's and, faithful to the other book but i i thought that it was uh our movie because in the book the overlook yeah. doesn't exist well what i'm saying is like right when we'll, well, we'll get anything there. at we'll the overlook there. is can't be faithful to the book, right? But it can, be, it, but it, but it can be faithful to the Shining book. No. Yes. 
Well, in a retconned way, right, yeah. right. yes, but I just I just mean like people have read this is an ad- adaptation of Doctor Sleep. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sure, so sure, I'm sure. saying is that yes, yes, yes. So when you get to the Overlook, it's like right there. You right. can't do that. But that's where hey, now you're a sequel to the movie, right? So it's interesting. But I uh, I I liked the changes. I liked the third act of this movie yeah. better than I liked yeah. the third act of the book. Sure. Interesting. And I didn't dislike the book, but I really thought that um, I really thought that this was an improvement. Yeah. This ending was an improvement over the book. And you only you could only do it because of being a sequel to the movie. Yeah. He can't go to the Overlook in his book. That would right. be ridiculous. I mean, he, and they <laughs> kind of find a way around he, that in the book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, yeah. Because it's kind of like... They're there, but it, the they can't The Overlook be, is kind of a ghost in yeah, and of itself that right. they end up in for a bit. Yeah, they're... Yeah, but exactly. you certainly don't spend as much time in yeah. the in the Overlook itself... As, as opposed to the... the as you do the in, movie. in yeah. the movie. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, we should just mention, and we go into this in depth, the whole movie of The Shining on the Patreon episode, but at the end of the, the movie, The Shining... You know, Jack Torrance is out frozen. The Overlook is standing, no problem. But in the book, he burns it down. He, he goes to the boiler yeah. room and he he kind of makes amends, like he you know he, he apolog. I mean, he he fights off the the influence of the hotel, yeah, and and blows it up blows to it destroy up. it, and, right. and and the family gets away. Uh, we should say that Dick Holleran is dead in the movie, but in the book, he's not right. Which I thought when when you see that character in the trailer, I was like, well, he has to be. A ghost. Yeah. Like, they're, the way they're going to get I remember him, you presumed that we talked about it, and yeah. I'm like, no, he's alive in the book in Dr. Sleep, because... Right, yeah. but in, in, in the this, beginning. I had to feel like he takes an axe to the chest in the, right. you yeah. know, the movie. In right. the movie. Uh, so I was like, if they do this, if they want to include him, all I mean, Danny can do whatever he... Basically, Danny is like a deus ex machina. He can do whatever yeah. he wants. So the idea that, that Doc... Not Doc. Dick. Dick. Uh, is still talking to him yeah. is definitely possible. Now, in the, in the book... Those those scenes of him talking to Dick in the beginning when he's a little boy are like he's there in real life. He's like a dad. He's like a father figure. Yeah, to, like to they all the three of them move to Florida because um, which is how the book ended. Right. Um, and then the scene where Dick comes to him later is kind of in kind of an afterlife capacity. That's also in the book. But now Dick has died just because of old yeah. age. Old age. Yeah. yeah. So I just want to give a rundown real quick of Mike Flanagan's filmography just so we're all aware of like so he did Oculus. In 2013, which was solid. WWE, it was a WWE production. He did a flick called Hush, which if you haven't seen, it's insanely good. Uh, It's actually got one of the sisters from Haunting of Hill House. She's deaf, and there's a Michael Myers style character stalking her in the house, but she has no idea. She can't hear him. Tommy Elliot, not Tommy Elliot. No, Uh, Ouija, Origin of Evil. Oh boy, no, that's the good one. Okay, that's the sake. That's the the prequel that was better than the first one. Ah. I, did I we reviewed one of those. We did. We? we did. We oh Origin gosh. of Evil or the because that's it's 2016, so we had to have done that one. Uh, Gerald's Game, which was on Netflix, mm-hmm. and then Doctor Sleep, and then he did. Uh, he's involved, I think, completely with the Haunting of Hill House. That's which mm-hmm. was really good. And the second season is gearing up to get going. So, but the, it's an anthology, not a sequel. Yeah, so it's right? a different. It's a different house. Yeah, yeah. Gerald's Game is a Stephen King yep. novel that was adapted to a Netflix movie, and so he directed that, and that's his. That's his into the Stephen King universe, Correct. and then also why the the doctor in this movie that has basically a cameo in this movie has much larger role in the book, but it's the guy from Gerald's Game. What what's Which the doctor? actor's name? That character actor. Uh, I don't know. Oh, you mean Chunk? No, no, the, no, no. The, the doctor. doctor. The the the, the AA. 
Oh, yeah. oh, Bruce Greenwood. Bruce Greenwood, yeah. yeah he's yeah, the yeah. main character from... Oh, I didn't realize that was Bruce Greenwood. Yeah. What? In what? Main character in what? You didn't realize that was... I didn't realize that was Bruce Greenwood. I'm, oh, I'm yeah. watching... In this movie? Yeah, I'm watching yeah. St. Elsewhere right now, and he's <laughs> a major character on Bruce Greenwood is on the level for me of Patrick Wilson and Kurt Russell. But, I, like, I love Bruce it's Greenwood. It's funny when you watch St. Elsewhere, because Bruce Greenwood was supposed to be like the hunky doctor, <laughs> and he's got like... The, I can see that. Flowing hair. I can see that back like, then, yeah. for sure. Yeah, but yeah. he's he's... Uh, he's the main one of the leads in Gerald's game, so oh, it's gotcha. like he oh, okay, cast him okay. in this. Well, that's so in this movie also uh, Patrick the Elliot from ET, e. Elliot Henry from ET, Henry Thomas is uh, the younger version of Jack Nicholson. I did not realize that. Yeah. I didn't even know he was still acting. Oh that's... yeah, he's in he's in the Haunting of Hill House. He's a oh, main character. See, I've never seen it, but I hear no, everyone yeah. says the Haunting of Hill House is really amazing. Good. You yeah. will, you will, and you're burn... not a horror guy, Tom, and you say it's amazing, right? Yeah. You will yeah. burn through that. Okay, like it's and then yeah. um, Barry the Chunk yeah. is also in the Haunting of Hill House. Who was Barry the? Chunk? I wasn't going to say in it. the book. That <laughs> but, was the character's name. But, but the little kid hears it. But the Barry little the kid chunk. doesn't know what, what that, that means. And, think, and she does think it's Barry yeah. the Chunk. Yeah, in the book she goes, and I think his name re- is Barry the Chunk, but yeah. And, that's, I, that's and I'm trying to remember in referred the, to in the credits of this movie. In the book, he wasn't Asian. There was like another reason they were yeah. calling him that, and I don't remember what it was. Because this character, when you see him, you're like, he's not Asian. <laughs> right. I can't remember why if he ate yeah. Chinese food or what. It, it, I that was pretty far ago in the book, and I finished it a while back. So, but he's got Flanagan's got his own little. But they don't explain American it in horrors. the movie. But if you read the no. book, you'd know why right. he's called Barry the Chunk. Right. Okay. okay. It's, it's. I mean, that's the advantage, as anyone knows, to books where they can't include all the stuff in the movie, but right. fun little tidbits that you. So yeah. So this thing opens up with uh, a young Danny uh, cruising around on the uh, on the. Is he? He's having a nightmare, right? Is that right? I mean, he is cruising around on his his big wheel. And I gotta tell you. It feels like the, the recreation. It's man. Yeah. It's. I mean, we talked about it in Ready Player One, <clears throat> but this is <clears throat> next. Like this is. It's shot for shot. Like it's identical. I thought Ready Player One was just as masterful as far as that recreation. I mean, that looked like. So the thing went, with Ready Player, I agree. That looked like footage from The Shining. I mean, yeah. that was incredible. But this one, like, if you if you watch The Shining, when Danny is trolling around on yeah. the on the ground You're like time with the camera work not even just the camera work but like the hotel isn't right like if you watch that go back and watch that when he's making turns mm-hmm. he's going places where there shouldn't be places really yeah like you matched you, it up that perfectly that y- you know that part yeah like, i love that movie okay so like when he's doing it again here mm-hmm. it's the same deal where like he's going like when you see uh there's a scene where he's driving past like a landing mm-hmm. well when he turns he should be turning like there, there shouldn't be a turn where he's turning. But are we to presume that it's like the Brady House? Kind of, yeah. <laughs> but are we to presume that th- when we see him strolling around, that it, it's a, it's like a shot for shot remake, t- the same path, or couldn't he be just driving a different path? Oh, he could be. But my hotel, my point yeah. is like the hotel is constantly in the in the in the the eighty version, the way that they do that, you are you are constantly not able to feel comfortable mm-hmm. because he's making movements that he shouldn't be able to make, oh, and your okay. brain is just like you can't turn there. Like that should be. A, I didn't realize. Yeah, that. there should okay. be a wall where you're turning, and he's just like going from like place to place. Yeah. So it's the well, same. He cruises past uh, room two thirty seven. But what Mike Flanagan does real quick that we touched upon in the Patreon stuff is that the way that Kubrick shot a film was so Ooh, unique man. and why he's a master and you, all his movies they have the symmetry and he shot a lot of floor to ceilings and used the the more square aspect ratio so he could get more in not that he was cutting things off and so the way that Mike Flanagan recreates these scenes yeah. the Overlook 
it's really well done where it, it makes feels it like a Kubrick yeah. shot. You yeah. know, it, it, yeah, he does yeah. a really good job of capturing that. Yeah, and honestly, I think because Flanagan did not shoot four by three, right, now it's super it looks wide. even bigger. Like it's it gets it's even more an imposing place. Yeah. Uh, so he cruises past room two thirty seven. The door kind of opens up, and I this was one of the scariest shots of the movie. Like where they hold on the like the shadowy there you can't see another room and just as you get just enough of the bathtub woman to come into frame that was absolutely horrifying like it's just it's it's minimal and it works they did a good job of recreating her too oh yeah 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 yeah. so danny freaks out wakes up and we see young it's it's back to young danny and he's having a nightmare and um, Wendy, the not shirtless Shelley Duvall comes running in, and I thought this. Well, gal, no, he, he he was going to the bathroom. He has oh, to that's pee right, his that's pants right, that's because right. Because he won't go in there. He won't go in scary. there because yeah. he sees her and she, she comforts him. Yeah, she. Well, the the bathtub lady kind of pulls the. Uh, and it's interesting. Like in this version, in, I feel like in the eighty version, it's the beautiful woman in the bath. When she pulls it, it first, back, sure, yeah. yeah. Uh, and this one, it's the it's the yeah. not the beautiful one. It's the gross one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he does. He pees his pants, and Wendy shows up. And I thought this woman was really good. I like how they recast them all. I, I they do. Didn't I do like CG. They it's just different actors. Yeah. that, that played that it similarly, but they they're 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 like they evoke when they get to that scene where you see. I thought it was Shelley. I thought they just played the scene from the eighty version. Oh, really? Like when when Jack's crashing through the screaming, door when they recreate. The, Man, yeah, she looked just that like was her. Good. Yeah, but I I thought they did a really good job of with with uh with. With Dick and and yeah. Shelley Duvall's character of of recasting people who you instantly knew who they were supposed yeah. to be, but they weren't look they weren't caricatures, though. right? They weren't, yeah. they, they weren't doing impersonations. It, yes, it was exactly. their it was their own. She style. sounded like her too. She, her I, voice was good. Yeah. I, she had the same like regional accent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like I wonder if they're from the same. Oh, maybe part of the country or something. Are you because gonna say you didn't like Jack though? I didn't. That's most people's complaint. I didn't, I, it, I didn't have. I I I get what you're saying. It it like um. I did not like how they did Jack. It's it, just such an iconic role. I get that everyone wants Jack Nicholson, and right. anybody else that's not Jack Nicholson. I, I don't have a better solution. Like right? You, like you, you can't. He's too old. Even with yeah. de aging, I don't think it would work. One, I think it could work. Also, you can't he's, afford him, and he's that, not working anymore. Yeah. He has issues. Yeah, and yeah. so it's like that scene. Even though I thought objectively it was a good scene, yeah, in a. It played a, really well. It played well, but like I couldn't not focus on the fact it was that hard. it wasn't, wasn't Jack. I know yeah. that's the problem because he's like, got the he's got the right hair, he's got the right build, he's got the right side. But, but I but also he didn't have the did, voice didn't he, have the he voice. Didn't, but that's the thing. I don't. He would seem like a caricature if he was I doing know. an impression. I know. So I like I know. that it's like I, you yeah. can tell he there's was supposed not to be. A, there's right? not a good answer, <laughs> but you could tell he was he was supposed who he was supposed to be with the hair and look and everything. And he did a good job acting, but it's like you could also say that maybe it's not him. The way that they position it, you know oh. what I mean. I mean, he's a he's a he's the ghost bartender, and that's not you know what I mean. So like, yeah, you, but I took that as he took over. Like that's the thing, the overlook. We, when you become a part of it, you right. just fall into place. Just similar to him. I being, guess that's. I guess, I guess Grady does become. Yeah, part he was of the, the caretaker, and then he's part of the staff. Yeah, he's, like, still, he's a waiter, and then the fact that Jack is in the picture at the end of the Shining spoilers for nineteen eighty Shining. <laughs> um, the, but you know, it's like you become a part of it, and it's like, well, he can't he's here present day like right. now he's a part of it so it's like once they take you i guess you just become right you're you become something else right not, well yeah. we see that later mm-hmm. like so and, and that's one of those things that it, it like even after watching watching this changes a thing from the from the movie 
from the 1980 version that I didn't even think about until it happens in this movie. And I was like, oh, that makes like what is it? Can you talk about it? Now? Uh, yeah. So when Danny is attacked in when Danny goes into room 237 mm-hmm. in, the, in the 1980 version, he comes back and his neck's all messed up and his sh- and his uh, his sweater is torn. Mm-hmm. And Wendy kind of screams at, at Jack and is like, you did this to right. him that the hotel wants Danny. They don't. They didn't want Jack. Right. They knew right. that Danny had the power. Got, yeah. And in the book, they spell that out a little bit more clearly. Ah. In that, that like, uh, like Jack almost wants to like have sex with the hotel. Like he's like in love with the hotel yeah. and thinks he's going to be the caretaker of the hotel, and that will be his destiny. Right. Right. And then, but then it's. They're using him to get to Danny. Right. And then and then that's why he starts trying to kill Danny is because he's like, well, if Danny goes away, then, then it'll want, want me. me. And, so, yeah. yeah, right. So. So, right. So then they go. They go after Jack. Well, in this one, they get Danny like they get what they want. Oh, they, they want it later they, on. They, yeah. yeah, they want. Then they get they finally get what they want. He gives them. Well, he doesn't give him what he wants, but he that's does, interesting. Sort of. You're right. Yeah. yeah. Like so in that that changes that whole idea that they was trying to laugh. And I and in my I in my brain is Danny accidentally used the shining in a way that like Rose the hat would have used it or like used the power to repel 237 and then whatever was in the in the hotel was like uh we're gonna go take care of your dad and then that'll take care of you hmm. so so we we kind of we've do we see the I mean we, we see the little, girl, we see the little girl first at her birthday party Oh no! We see the girl get killed by Rose the Hat. Yeah. So yeah. God damn it! That's the opening scene of the movie is actually yeah. to to be introduced to Rose the Hat and the True Knot. Who steals this movie? Oh my gosh! She's Rebecca so Ferguson good. is good in everything, and yeah. she's played you know such a wide way of characters: badass in Mission Impossible, you know, uh, opera singer and The Greatest Showman. I, she, she's very talented. Yeah. She can, you know, but uh, oh, she is so charismatic and like mesmerizing. She's yeah. so engaging in this movie. The accent, I don't know what the hell that was. That I was the only thought it was that supposed to be me. Irish. Yeah, because I, I, cause they're supposed to be kind of like Irish yeah. gypsies. It, I know, but it I mean, like, I don't, know, I, I don't know what the hell she was doing. It kept dropping in and it out. Did. It was very weird. So yeah. her performance is so good that it didn't ruin it or anything. Right. But I was just like, oh, God, that's distracting. <laughs> you could also make the argument, though, that her accent might drop in and out just because she's so old she's so old she's yeah. so far removed mm-hmm. from that accent that she's been traveling they they just because uh, in the book they spell this out a little bit more but they they just that the the true knot which is a dumb name uh <laughs> they just they just drive around the country that's, that's all they that, do they just right. circle the country and then they it, go and they and they have a base of operations and this is not utilized in the film no. but that base of operations is basically the, where the overlooks, the overlooks used to it's stand. It's a campground. Ah. It's a campground that was like adjacent yeah, to the that. That makes sense. That's yeah. why they end up back at the overlook at the end of the because book. they're it's like the campground. They're like yeah. the Danny and his crew are like we're gonna go take the battle to them. Yeah. Okay, and where that is is the is overlook. the overlook. Yeah. That's kind of brilliant. Where in this one, it's he's more like we're going to the overlook. Let's go weaponize <laughs> let's go to the overlook. Let's right. go weaponize the overlook right, right, and right. use it to take her out. Okay. So, but so we see what what Rose the Hat does. She's this super charming, charismatic person played masterfully by Rebecca Ferguson, and she lures this this little girl. Little girl, yeah, and she tricks her. And, and, and you see the creepy. Uh, this was one of the that creep- was super this, creepy. This movie and the book is not very scary. It's definitely more of like a thriller than a right. horror. Like the book, Doctor Sleep, is not very scary. So no. there's not that much scary stuff in the movie, except for I think what they tried to recreate with The Shining. But uh, yeah, the scene 
with the true knot, just how creepy they are with like one of them. Well, you'd hear like you and then you, you'd, you would focus on the little girl and Rebecca Ferguson, and then all of a sudden you hear like a like a crack. Yeah, and then and all of a sudden turn around, there's like two there. of them. Crow Daddy's yeah, there, right. and then you go back to Rebecca Ferguson, the girl, and then you look, and there's, there's eight more of them surrounding them, like, and they get closer yeah. each time. Yeah. It's un- unnerving. It's it is really very, well and then done. they attack. Like but, they, yeah. the, what do they call it? The, the her steam. Her steam. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they Rebecca Ferguson's power, uh, part of her. It's interesting that they give. They've all got a shine, but, but it's it, different versions it, of it. Yeah, it allows them to do different things. Right. Yeah. So like Rebecca Ferguson can um, take your shine and deliver it to other people. She can locate a shine. Yeah. Uh, like Crow can uh, dull your power. Mm. Uh, and then so like and then Danny, I feel like Danny and uh, the girl Abra mm. can do ev- all of it. Because like, they're very powerful. She they're says she, like when, when Danny finally it gets re- weaker as you get older. Right. Or and, when you, you put stuff into your body. And then, and then Danny has been one actively not using it and then also has been actively suppressing it right drugs and alcohol right right, yeah so i what's really interesting that the book does and this movie does a great job of showing it too was i mean growing up with the shining i i always kind of wondered what happened to danny too and that's what stephen king was always asked and that's why he eventually wrote the book but when i saw what danny was doing like or when i read what he was doing in the book like i just never would have thought like oh now Danny Torrance is a drunk, uses drugs. Whoa. He's just kind of a drifter. He's doesn't have, you know what I mean? Like, right. I'm just saying like, oh, he's Danny Torrance from The Shining. Of course he's doing something. I didn't know what it would be, but like, right. you know, but it's like, wow, I love the direction that King went with his character. And it makes so much sense because the only thing that does dampen his shine are drugs and alcohol suppress it. He drinks yeah. to forget. He drinks right. to, to, to turn that radio down. Oh he yeah. Hear, you know, so. Well, and then you also have to look back and go, well, was that why? why his dad was drinking could have been possible i mean they they do say that the there's so many there's a lot like dick halloran i think is related to somebody that was in the fire in Deary and in it Mm -hmm. yeah a lot of like the all these characters start to interconnect if you read all his books but yeah but yeah somebody used the shining to get those people out Mm -hmm. yeah and that's how there's there's a there's a a nightclub fire that's like a black nightclub yeah that's like off in the woods and and like the kid sees it happen right and that's that's what and a lot of things happen kind of radiate out from that fire and so like dick's brother i think yeah he's related to somebody in that or cousin like ran that club and then that's and then uh, and then they they I think they fled that town and that's how he he would work in Florida in the summer and our sorry backwards he Florida in the winter and then the Colorado overlook in the in the, in, the in the summer and uh and then there's another book I can't remember which one well, I guess that, that's I guess, about a like a, a a black girl that gets murdered that's part of that oh really? sequence too well, I guess wouldn't Carrie have The Shining. A lot of people think that that's yeah. what Carrie has. That's a wrong, long-running theory. Is that she's yeah. part of the... Part and, of like, Carrie her. gets mentioned in the dead zone. Yeah. yeah like, the, that, like a, there was an incident at the high school or something. Right, yeah. yeah. So it's like that was, you know... Um, so there's a lot of these things that start to interconnect it's, if you read all the books. It's interesting when we go back and watch Castle Rock. Uh-huh. Because, like, the Castle Rock town is set... Like, Shawshank is right there. Right. Like, that's part of the thing. Yeah. I jokingly said that uh, the gal from Evil Dead and Don't Sleep, like, the main character, is in that as well. Okay. And she's Jack Torrance's niece. Okay. Her name is Jackie Torrance. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> even making that uh, up. That's, that's what I said. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, uh, but, yeah, so, like... Uh, and The Shining is very much about addiction, and and oh, absolutely. And Stephen King's has has his own issues that he's been vocal about. Uh-huh. I, don't, I don't know him well enough to know <laughs> things to out him, but uh, oh, Steve, 
Yeah, me and Steve <laughs> and uh, Stevie King. But it's that book is very much you like rereading that book, especially as an adult. I'm like, this could only be written by a recovering alcoholic. Sure, sure, I, I sure, mean, sure. It's, it's and that's and that's yeah. Jack in that book. Actually, his name is John. Uh, they he's sober longer. He'd been sober longer before they got to the Overlook. Because, yeah, but because he Jack, was, Jack says like it's been the longest five months of my life. Yeah, but, but in the book it's like seven or eight months for this. But he version. was white knuckling it. He wasn't yeah. doing anything. He was just like I because in the in the book they had him and his drinking buddy had maybe run over a girl with their car. Yep, and that was kind of his moment of like, we, I got to get this under control. Yeah, but he didn't actually go seek help. Right, he and just did it. On he his own. just did it, and so. So he was not set up to win, and that's interesting. Like Jack, the the Jack character is completely different. Yeah, in the book, he's a much uh, more loving, and he there's more of a progression. Like if you watch Nicholson's performance, like he starts <laughs> off <laughs> he starts crazy. crazy. That scene, like, I actually, it's funny. We, that scene in the in the VW Bug, yeah, when he was just when he's talking about how oh, great he learned it on TV, and it's like, yeah, yeah you're already crazy, right? He, before yeah. we even get there, he starts at an eight. Yeah, in right. the book, <laughs> there it, it's much more of a build to watch him kind of go crazy, and you have more sympathy for him because he doesn't start insane and he is trying, right? And and, and I feel like that's Danny. Yeah, I feel like the Danny character. It's a very similar arc. Yeah, except he succeeds. Yes, exactly. Yeah. He fights it off when he has to fight it off. Uh, so yeah, so we see Danny, and he's a mess. Like he, yeah. out drugs and alcohol, all of the picking fights in bars, uh, waking up just next to random people from bars, with puke and, all over the place. Yeah, and there's like, cocaine on the table, right. and and there's kids, this oh, kid God. running around with all this happening. Yeah, just you know looking for his mom who's thrown up in the bed, and you know next to it's just it's bad. Th- th- I mean, it's that's a, your first introduction ex- to a bad Dan existence as an adult in this book, in this movie, and, and in the book it goes into the same stuff, and so. It's it's really interesting to see what he's become. But as you read or, or as you watch the movie, you understand that he's doing this. It's not necessarily like I mean, part of it could be genetic, but he's also doing it to to dampen the shining, like we were talking. Has about. Has he started the box thing yet, or does he start that that's as, as he's getting kid. sober? It's as a kid. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So that's one of the things is that Dick, the ghost of Dick Halloran, comes the regular. Well, he's shining with him, but he's not a ghost yet. He's alive. When he does the box thing? He's a kid, yeah. Dick didn't die at the Overlook, and he's a kid when he does this. Dick's just... Dick... But the, but the Dick in this movie did die at the Overlook. The Dick in Doctor Sleep died at the Overlook. Oh. Because he, he's... Because that's, that's the thing, is like... Flanagan is taking all these different threads and trying to... Le- how, did, how do you know that? Why do you think Because that? he's a ghost. Not if he's just shining? Yeah, because... No, yeah. So the scene where... Well, because in the book, he's not dead... So Tom just came back from a pee break, I presume. <laughs> uh, Joe thinks that the oh, dick- if I was pooping, I'd still be gone. <laughs> no, well, Joe they think- can't. They can't. Oh, Joe thinks that the dick hollering at the beginning of Doctor Sleep is dead, not just communicating with Danny through The Shining. Yeah, he's dead because in the book he's not dead. In the book he's not dead. In I the know. movie, I took it as he's yeah, dead. Cause remember, really? Yeah, because he's yeah. sitting. He, because he's, there's a shot where he's sitting there on the bench yeah. talking to Dick, and then they ki- they kick over to the mom's right, POV, there, right. and he's not well, there. I know, but they can communicate. I just took it as the shine. Like he was. No, I think he's dead. I took. It I as just figured dead. he died when he was older, just like in the book. I. I I mean, I think especially si- since we see that the Overlook did not explode later in the film, we're playing off. The I Kubrick take it that version. those events. I take it that that we're going with the events of okay. the film and that Dick's dead. I mean, this doesn't matter either way because yeah. he's about to be an adult and then be dead in the book. I mean, it doesn't matter. Right. But I just took it as he was communicating. Yeah. Okay. No, I think I think that's that's the point. We though. Hear you, like, yeah. This is 
Flanagan has to take all of these different threads mm-hmm. from the book, from the, mo- the movie, yeah. and now this new version, and thread them all together. And when they said that Dick Halloran was going to be in this movie, I was like, well, he's he's a ghost. And yeah. he'll be able to. And we see that like, he communicates with go- that Danny communicates with mm-hmm. ghosts throughout the entire movie. Uh, Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So he kind of so says, "I just as a book reader, I just was kind of." Yeah. I mean, I guess the way it's shot, you could interpret it that yeah. way. Like, it's, I just mean but, they never clarify that right. he's dead because of the. Uh, but yeah. I feel like if the overlook wasn't there, then your theory is right. But yeah. they're but picking and the, choosing. You, I mean, you could still say that they do both. I mean, the overlook can be there, and Dick can be not dead because they're picking and choosing all sure, sorts of. Sure. I don't think there's one consistent thread that shows that everything is following the book or everything is following the yeah movie. but but i i he could very well be that's yeah i just didn't think of it that uh way. so he kind of says he's like you're gonna take all that crap from the overlook and you're gonna put in these boxes and you're gonna lock them up and you'll never have to they'll, they'll be locked away and they won't bother you and that's kind of what he starts to do yeah. now in the book i don't remember it as multiple boxes i remember it as one box and like in this one it ends up basically being like all these characters from from the overlook yeah keep popping up in his life and he locks them yeah. in boxes as they show up he and, locks them up in the book i took it more as just it wasn't necessarily the overlook it could be but it was more just like he could almost, anyone that he saw yeah almost he could yeah. lock go, the shining in the box yeah. even and okay. and not have to deal with it interesting mm-hmm. Uh yeah, so then we flash forward to Danny and he's in this awful situation. He's tr- he's going to take money from this gal. Ghost Dick shows up. That's a weird thing to say. Uh, <laughs> and says, "Don't do that. Like, put the money back." She's like, "He's she stole mine." And then here comes this little baby that comes toddling out, and it's just like, "Oh God!" This is something in the book he struggles with the entire book. Is doing yeah. is leaving them there? Yeah, I feel like this is a thread that gets a little lost. Yeah, in the film. you get the one shot later. Yeah. And you're I'm yeah because you get that because I mean it's the same thing I mean right. they die and then he feels more guilty because do you see them die in the book you don't see them but he knows they die yeah just like okay, you okay. know but it's this cre- is his rock bottom and so yeah. the Doctor Sleep also deals a lot with alcoholism and recovery and okay. so um and even more so than the movie does and the movie deals with it right right and, and uh but like this is his rock bottom Got this it. is his moment of like and like. You know, there's a point in the book where they're talking about him and Alcoholics Anonymous, and you kind of like you stand up in these meetings and you talk about these horrible things that that you fe- that you feel like you were part of, and that that's the one thing he won't talk about is the overlook. It, no, no, this kid, this oh, kid. Oh, 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 oh. Um, and I don't know that I don't think the movie makes it as clear, but in the book, the kid was like he's grabbing for. The cocaine because he thinks mm. it's candy, oh. and so they keep saying "canny mama" over and over. Right, again. It's something that haunts him. That kid going "canny," yeah, and so like he Yikes. puts the coke out of reach, and he sets the kid off to the side and steals money from her. And he's kind of like, "So I mean, I took the coke from the kid, so like it, right, it's fine." But out. but he still kind of they bought the coke with my money. I'm yeah, sure. so it, and he's still, but he still left this kid in this awful situation and right. didn't do anything to to rectify. Okay, it, you know, which okay, that makes sense. Yeah. So, but and so in the book. It ends up that her brother ends up the her the woman's brother is like abusive and abuses this little kid uh, and so like he didn't do anything to help the situation then he ends up murdering them got so it, got it, got that's it, got they it. don't show you why, how they die but they actually die because the brother is like a Psychopath. abusive yeah. murderer yeah. interesting so he Not didn't do it with like the bad. coke or anything but it was like but still he did nothing to help the situation and he stole from them so. right uh so this is what we flash to uh, a very young abra at a birthday party and of course, she's like given the magician guff, and she's like, "I can do that." And he's like, "All right, yeah, cool." So uh, 
the parents go inside and I felt like the woman that played Abra's mom was also the woman who played Wendy. But it's they not. They do look similar. I, I wondered if they did the same thing as some kind of like a parallel to like the mother of, you know, because she's like the young Danny. She's, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. I thought they looked exactly the same. They looked too. Very, but yeah. it's not. It's not. Okay. It's, I We sat through the credits to make okay. sure that it was not. When I saw her, I'm just like, yeah, I <laughs> totally could see that. Uh, so the mom and dad go into the they do like a trick with a spoon. The the magician does, and the and Abra, young Abra's like, that's easy. And the guy's like, oh god, I'm not hiring a magician that yeah. acts like, <laughs> right, right, yeah, okay, kid. Whatever. And so then all of the the mom and dad go into the uh, the kitchen, and like the forks are everywhere. Everything's spoon. Everywhere. well, the forks are all over the floor, and but the dad looks up, and all of every single spoon is sticking straight up. Uh, into the ceiling, and Abra's just kind of standing there laughing. That's a good and little it, jump scare when not, they drop. Yeah, but she and not laughing in a maniacal way. Just like, look what I can do. Yeah. Uh, so then we flashed back to Danny, who's on a bus, and he kind of he's packed up his things and he's going to. And we see him like he I mean wakes up in a puking, gutter with yeah, a bottle. Like and, oh, that's right, and, that's right. And, and, and gets kinda, on a bus, and Dick kind of says, "You gotta, you, you gotta get it together. Like you can't do this. You gotta get it together." And Danny gets on a bus. And we go see um, the Rock's brother from Hobbs and Shaw. The same thing, <laughs> which I was like, interesting choice. Yeah. That guy's a great actor. Yeah. Like I'm not, but it's just funny. He that, plays Billy, yeah, who's like a maintenance guy of this town. And he kind of takes Danny under his wing. He gets him an apartment, like a one bedroom apartment, like a one room yeah. apartment. I and guess. he shines too. It's just weak. Oh, I yeah. didn't realize he that. has yes. the shining, and that's why because that's the movie, why he automatically trust Danny and Got knows Danny's it. trying to fix his life. He has okay. feelings about people and they say it in the movies like I had a feeling but they go into it more in depth. I just I took that as like I've seen people get off this bus before. No, Dan Dan can tell that yeah. he has the shining okay. because then they address it in the movie as well of certain people have different levels of it. Right. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. and so yeah, he has a very small one, but he always can tell if people are good people or not. Billy so then does. why doesn't he lose the steam when he dies? What do you mean? So when Billy well, we, when, we'll get there. Okay. When uh, we'll get there, so Danny starts to get clean and he starts to get it together. And it, you know, the I like that the they explain the the chalkboard wall mm-hmm. with like it was a teacher from yeah. you know, wherever. And so like Danny kind of wakes up. He's he's starting to get it together. He goes to the meeting with Bruce Greenwood, uh, and he immediately uses the shine. Like he we don't know how long he's been so sober, but long enough that the shine is starting to kick in again. And he Bruce Greenwood is there's this interesting interaction between the three of them and Bruce Greenwood's kind of messing with his wrist and Danny looks at him and he stops for a second and Bruce Greenwood walks away and he, he's like look you were doing surgery this kid has some weird bone thing golagama yeah. and, you, and but you left your watch on the like the top sink of or the, whatever yeah, yeah and he's like that you know I know I saw you fidgeting with your hand that's where it is I wish they could have elaborated on the AA stuff more because the doctor has such a larger part in the book right oh, such really? a large I mean this is the only time you see him in the yeah. movie but like he has such a larger part in the way he talks and guides Dan he's such right. a huge part of his and recovery. like him and Billy help Danny. take down no him oh. and Billy help take help Danny like take on the true knot oh. yeah it, it, damn it, I would have loved to he, see more Bruce Greenwood his character is a huge part and also like Dan is just like kind of he still isn't like sure of like what he's gonna do and the, yeah. the doctor character is like we don't mess around here you don't miss a meeting and Dan's like but what if oh, and he's like well then you're not in the right place or whatever like yeah. he's just he gives and him like, this tough love kind of recovery thing and in the book that's how Abra and Danny kind of get pulled together is because he's the what the doctor for they like the abra's family comes to him yes he's their doctor because he's they're like we don't know what's up with our kid and then is abra in the same town in the book 
Like she's no. like two towns over yeah. or oh, okay, something. Okay. So like that's how she takes the bus there. In the yeah, movie I got it. I got it's it. Close. Yeah. And so, uh, and then the doctor goes to Danny because he's like, "You can do stuff like this." Because he had done the watch thing. Got it. And uh, and he goes with Danny to talk to their parents. Right. And because then they'll like, trust the, him. Like you're right. the doctor. And sure, so it's sure, all, sure. you know. Yeah. There's just that character is so important. Yeah. If there, I get to cut for time, but like there's so much that happens. I was a. Um, I was very surprised that he was completely cut out other yeah. than a cameo. Was there anything else they could have cut to get him in there more? It's hard to say. I mean, there's a lot of important stuff. Right. I think adding all the overlook is what oh, bumps sure, the time up. Right. Like, they cut that stuff to do a sequel to The Shining movie, which I think for crowds, which they, I guess, obviously didn't turn up, but yeah, which, is, which is a shame. Uh, but, I mean, that was a crowd-pleasing type of choice, and sure, it was sure. well executed. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, Danny... He goes to see the doctor. He was like, "How did you know that?" And he was like, "I just, you know, I got I know a thing. I got sometimes. a thing." So he was like, "How have you ever been an orderly before?" And he's like, "No." He's like, "Well, I, I got you a job set up where basically he's at a hospice center, uh, and he's just an orderly. That's all he's doing." And we see that he the the reason this movie is called Doctor Sleep is because Danny starts to help folks who are on the way out feel comforted pass over pass over, over and, be, and not be scared yeah like he kind of calms them down and tells them it's you're going to be okay yeah. it's like and then they the the first guy we meet calls him dr sleep yeah and i did like that he was initially calling him doc yeah and i was it's like cool, that's a good little it's cool yeah. how they tie it in because well, i thought that as like they had like a uh, clairvoyancy as they were going out so they knew what he, they knew who he was. Yeah, no. But if, it's, but if just it's just them calling him Doc, like, I was like and, All right, and now good. like how they do it, like you're you're doctor, right? And he's like, I'm not a doctor. I'm just an orderly. But he calls him, No, you're you're. Thanks a lot, Doc. And then he calls him Doc. But yeah. of course, in The Shining, and they certainly hammer it home in this movie. I was getting a little sick of how many times they called him Doc. Yeah. Like every, even with my kid, like he has you know nicknames we call him, but I don't say the nickname in every sentence I speak to him. They called hey, him Doc, Doc hey, a Doc. lot in the book. Really? In okay. The Shining. Oh, did they, they called him? Doc. I mean, that it's was been a long time. That was. Okay. Their primary way of referring to him in the book. Okay, was I just Doc. I'm just like every yeah. line they say had Doc in it. But anyway, but of course he was what like what's up, Doc? Like right, Bugs Bunny, right. and they even show it in this movie. And so I like how it transitioned to being Doc as in Doctor Sleep. It was yeah. just it's nice how they do that. It was, uh, but it's eight years later. So yeah, they, we flash forward and Danny's okay. Like yeah, he's yeah. gotten himself together. He's getting, he's doing really well at his job. He's yeah. completely clean and sober. Got his eight year chip. I mean, yeah. he's been sober since then. He's working in this in this town. We do so before we get to that eight years. Um, we see that Danny wakes up one day and it just says hello on the board mm-hmm. and he writes hi back and that's the end of it. So they've been pen pals during this yeah, whole time, just a little small off and on. Yeah, yeah. and finally. Uh, he wakes up and then he, you know, he writes the. So I think she says hi and he writes the word school and she smiles and she gets up. And this is where Abra, we get an idea of like maybe how strong she is where um, she goes to school and she's reading people's thoughts and she kind of stops. Is this where we, she kind of hits Rose the hat the first time? I, I don't remember. I okay. wish I did. <laughs> Either way, like, so she is, she's not. She's not screwing around with well, the shining. The, no, but. the first time is when the spoons drop. I think. I think Rose feels that it's it's stuff that Abra th- does that use power. That like, I think this is where when um, this is when Rose recruits Snakebite Andy. Oh yeah, we yeah, cut to yeah. That. That's right. And, and which she, I thought was a good little scene. Yeah, where, like, Snake and Bite. she's like a what they call a, she can push right, which is like she can put an idea in your head and make you do it. Inception. Kind of, yeah, kind of like uh, these are not the droids you're looking for. Yeah, mm-hmm. the Force. Yeah, yeah. And so oh my they got us everybody in Star Wars Jedi's shiners. Yeah. <laughs> and so uh, 
Yeah, so, and then from there, that's when you see the True Knot uh, kill the baseball boy. Oh, uh, the kid from Good Boys. I was like, uh, Jacob Tremblay. Yeah. Yeah. Jacob Tremblay. Jacob Tremblay. I yeah. thought, what a weird small role for Jacob <laughs> Tremblay, who's been, you know, starring in movies. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, he was in Room and then, yeah, Good Boys. And, you know, he just pops up as kind of a main. Yeah. I can't believe he played a tiny role. And, <laughs> yeah. and you know, they do keep going back to him after he dies a little bit. Right. But, it was just surprising because his voice is very distinct. And so yeah. when I heard him, but he has a baseball hat pulled down and I go, oh, it must be Jacob Tremblay's brother. Like they're trying to get him into show business because right. oh. he talks like him. And they show the mugshot or the, the missing photo. And I'm like, it is Jacob <laughs> Tremblay. <laughs> so, yeah. So that's uh, Rebecca first. Rebecca or Rose the Hat says, we've got a line on that kid in Iowa. Uh, why don't you go check that to Crow? Yeah. Who was the security guy in Westworld? Oh, is that who that is? Yeah, isn't it? it was I think he was he was like okay. Anthony Hopkins like right hand guy. I think. Well, he's not Jeffrey Wright. No, he no, no. Writing. He was he was the security guy. I don't remember. Either way, he's in Westworld. Okay. Uh, so yeah, so he goes to Iowa, and the guy's like, "Man, you got to watch this number 19. Like, it's like he's reading the pitcher's mind. Every time he comes up, he gets a hit. And of course, the kid throws the ball, and kid hits the ball because he's got the shining yeah uh so he knows what kind of pitch he's gonna right play, yeah. so tremblay the the kid is walking down like a dirt road going home and this is where we see barry the chunk and he says why don't you get in and he's like no i'm good i'm good <laughs> i'm good and then, and here then, comes Ro- Rose. And then snake no snake bite oh snake bite yeah. that she's like, a kid yeah because she's, she's like, like 15 she's she doesn't like, look 15 but yeah she's like i'm your we're friends you can get in the van like, like she pushes i'm friends we can yeah. get in the van so yeah. he gets in the van, of, and th- I gotta tell you, this was uh, this was like some slasher yeah. sorry, stuff. And but they, you know, they, they don't usually go there with kids, and they don't. They it's don't. Surprisingly, they, did. they, they go did there it twice, multiple times. Yeah, but the fact well, that three times because you got a toddler. That oh, that's true. You got you, you got know, zombie toddler. Yeah, and then you've got the two kids. In the yeah, tank. that's a good point. Yeah, but you see it like you see them strapped down they're Jacob Tremblay, and they're yeah. I mean, you don't see it. You, you see it happen, yeah. but you're not. It's not so graphic. Oh no, no it's not like screaming. But, but, but he is tying them down. He's saying, "Please don't hurt me. I'm not going to tell anyone." Like, yeah. And so you see that whole scene play out, and then you know, yeah, she kind of says, "She's like, it's it's we need the fear and the yeah. pain, and that enhances, it purifies and the pure, steam. purifies mm-hmm. the steam." Uh, and there's you know, and they they kill this kid, and uh, Abra feels everything happen, and it's you know, her parents kind of think it's a night. Her parents know, I think, that there's something up, but. She kind of brushes it off as a nightmare. Uh, she doesn't talk about it. So they, she alludes to like she, since she was a kid, she's she's stopped discussing this yeah, stuff because right. it freaks her parents yes, out. Exactly. Right, right, right. Uh, and then is this where? So I guess she contacts Danny, right, mm-hmm. and then says, "I need, I need help." Doesn't she say murder? Oh, that's right. Board? Red, red yeah. rum comes blasting right. through the through the chalkboard. Well, it says murder, but he's looking yeah, in the mirror. Red, red so rum. this time, like, that's pretty. That's pretty great. But yeah. just during little. this nightmare, she's freaking out because it's happening, and then it right. explodes and like yeah, breaks it out of the chalkboard. Right. So Danny, she he he writes the note to Billy, like I'll be back or something, and then he goes downstairs. He's like, Billy, I gotta like, and he has to explain to Billy, I gotta tell you what happened. You gotta believe me. And Billy's like, okay. I guess. Yeah. So this, they're driving to her, right? Or does she come to them? She comes to them. Well, she comes to him when she takes the bus at first. Okay. So that's the first thing that happens yeah. is she comes to, yeah, she, it's a while before he recruits. Billy yeah. Yet. yeah. So he, he, cause he's like, he kind of gives Billy the, like, I gotta go talk to this kid and I'll be right back. So she, Billy and Danny and Abra kind of sit down. They explain who, you know, they figure out immediately who each other are. And Danny's like, lock it away. 
don't mess with it. Don't screw mm. with it. They're going to come after you. Leave it alone. Don't do anything with it. And this is where Dick's like, you can, you got to go help her. Like, she's in trouble. They're yeah. coming for her. You got to go help her. So this is where he recruits Billy, and they go to see her. And I like where the gals, like, he pulls up to their house, and he was like, did you did you tell your parents about this? Yeah. And yeah. she was like, not really. And then, of course, the dad is super pissed, and he was like, Abra, you got to tell him. And, of course, she hits him with, like, her version of the shine, and it breaks down every, everything. everything to the dad. And I love this scene with the, the shaking. dad. Yeah, like, he can't get a... And I do like that he pushes one for Danny, and Danny's like, nah, I'm and good. they're both, he, like... He offers it to both yeah, the yeah, guys. Yeah, he's like, nah, we're like, all right. No. So he pours himself another yeah. one. Yeah, so they kind of... Ba- they do a kill box, is what they're doing here. Like, that's kind of what the goal is, is they're, they know how strong Abra is, and Danny hasn't done anything yet. Like I, nobody knows about Danny. He's kept it. He's kept a low profile. Is this where? Well, we should also mention with the true knot that so in this past eight years, less and less people have the shine to right. feed off of, and they're like, we don't know if it's what's in the water or microwaves or whatever. But there's like or like video games. There's less or phones. Or, or, yeah, or kids getting treated and having dr- giving, the medication drugs. Yeah. exactly like to suppress it, and so they're hungry. They're they're growing weaker. Um, you know, and the true knot, which they don't explain as much in the movie, but like Rose and the grandpa flick or whatever the, yeah. they're, it's the, it's the big guy from they're, black they're old they yeah. are yeah. old we are I mean, talking about thousands maybe yeah. tens of thousands like they are old and they they the grandpa guy is the oldest but he's you know super super old rose is really old but maybe only you know a hundred fifty thousand or whatever like right. they're super right. old and they look so good because of their taking in steam and that's what keeps them young keeps them healthy they age very slowly uh as they as she explains to snake bite and that in that opening scene or the early on scene <laughs> where she so we get we do lose the old man right and so they i mean awfully right it's but during this whole thing like they're having to open up these canisters that rose is capturing some of the steam after they take it in and she only has a limited amount and they're right. not replenishing them because there's not as many people and so they're trying to figure out how in the hell to get by and so once she connects with abra right she realizes there's someone so powerful and i'm guessing she's thinking well this steam can keep us young forever or we can get a whole bunch of canisters whatever like they need this they need her well in the in the book the plan was they were they weren't going to kill her they're turn her they were no oh. they were going to capture her and and just feed off and her. just and just like get her close to death but not let her die okay so she could basically be a fuel source mm-hmm. long term interesting that which was, is kind of they so referenced that at the, yeah at so it was going to be worse than them killing yeah, her right because they were basically planning to keep her alive for years yeah, however long it took so they could just keep draining the steam from her that makes sense uh yeah so the they they devise this plan where they're going to use abra as bait uh oh i guess earlier at one point she like rose um is this so rose is at the store this is that scene in the, in the thing where she see she lock she locks onto abra or, or maybe abra's looking well, for rose hey, I, I, you know dan says stay away don't contact he's dip, whatever but abra is right. intent and because of the baseball boy she's like she's i've got to find these people and yeah. you know so she uh she can take over people and so she i love it when you see her floating i mean first of all she like floats cool, up in the cool, window the, like astral projection yeah, part. yeah it was and, well done it was yeah. cool I and like then she's it. in the grocery store like on a dolly shot like she's gliding along and i'm yeah. like what the hell is happening right. but then it cuts to rose like, pushing is this a spike lee movie right it did look just like a spike lee <laughs> shot and then and then you cut to rose and rose is pushing a cart and you right. see that oh she's actually taken over her yeah and i thought that was really I do cool like where she's like oh there you are yeah. and then of course rose 
who is who has been as far as she knows the strongest yeah all of a sudden here's abra and literally forces her out and knocks her backwards and destroys yeah, this the, piece of glass. The dairy refrigerator explodes, yeah. and I, it was, this was such it a funny moment. Stephen King, uh, movie. exactly. Yeah, nothing good ever happens in dairy. Never happens. But people, uh, people, you know, in the in the grocery store, look over at it like, how did what the hell? How did yeah. a, a refrigerator door explode? So this this next scene the, where they're they're trying to trap trap Rose is she Abra kind of lets herself be found. Rose tries to infiltrate, and then. Abra with note like she's kind of like Ray in Star Wars where like no training whatsoever yeah just destroys Rose like smashes her face she tries to get any information she's got like a it's almost like a like a what are those no. filing cabinet but what are those ones called it a, a Rolodex no at a library Dewey Decimal System yes like those cards yeah. like that's what it looks like that's what she's going through like index file index, index cards index cards and and Abra smashes her hand like gruesome smashes her hand in yeah. the thing and won't let her leave uh, and Rose goes back, like flashes back to her thing, and she's like, "Jesus, like, uh, she." And no one's ever done that. Like, like her Rose hand is, is messed up. Yeah, Rose is the strong, one of the strongest, and now with the grandpa guy, yeah, down, and she, she shook. Is. Like Rose is not. Yeah. Like it's not like she's like, "Oh boy, this is going to be fun." She's like, "This we could be in trouble." But she was in her head. Like those filing cabinets are basically their memories and their knowledge, yeah, right. and so Abra's going through and trying to through find something. everything about them and knows what they're up to and right. and who they are. And yeah, and it's crazy that that um, what happened in her head like affected her to where like when she pulls her hand out of the it's filing gnarly. cabinet, it's pulling the skin off, and then her hand really is damaged in right. real life. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so then I think they that. Uh, Abra, they go and dig up the baseball. Board. That's right. They need the glove. They need the glove so she can locate the others where they are. Yeah. yeah. So this is this is where uh, you and McGregor and the other guy they go to like dig up the boy's body. And they dig him up, and it's a gnarly scene. Like there's a dead body. There's oh. a dead boy in this, this. So you know they they grab the glove. This is the scene where they go see the the dad, and uh, the dad freaks out, and they hand her the glove, and she's like, "I got them. Like I got where they're at. I got where they're going." Um. And basically, they decide that, like, we're going to make you available. We're going to trick them to think that you are looking for them. They're going to follow us into the woods and we're going to kill them. Like, they're not, there's no, like, we might capture them. Like, no, we're going to shoot them in the it's face. Pretty badass scene. And, you know, I was. I, now that you've said that, I do kind of wish that Bruce Greenwood would have been yeah. here. So when I finished the book, I just thought, wow, this really isn't that scary of a book. It's more of an adventure, it's a mystery. What's going on? It's got the sci fi elements. But it's not scary, so I thought, how is this going to translate? Because people that have seen The Shining, they're looking for... It is a, a weird tonal They're shift. looking for a horror movie, yeah. and I've heard the few complaints, because this movie is being reviewed pretty well, and the audiences love it, the few complaints I've heard is that, oh, well, it's not scary, or it's totally different from The Shining, and it's like, that's how the book was. It, it's not a scary book, and so you get into these shootouts, and every, and you're just like, okay, it's, and it's good, but right. if you're expecting like a horror movie, it's not. It's That's just not what it it's is. Not it is. But I like it. I, I like the tonal shift and the adventure that they go on. And, right. and I thought this was a great action scene oh, yeah. with the sniper rifles in, in the woods. And, well, and I like it too because it's not uh, it's not a retread of The Shining until the end. Although yeah. it's really well done. Yeah. And I don't I wouldn't have wanted two and a half hours of that. No. no. Like I I, I think I, getting like half an hour of it is was perfect. perfect. Yeah. yeah. They appeased the fans of The Shining movie, but they were still very true to the Doctor Sleep book, which is a different story and a different right. tone. Right. So uh, and they start. Uh, Danny and, and Billy just start picking Taking people them off. out and yeah. like you see their bodies like deteriorate and the steam pops out of them uh, and just when you think they've got them beat you they only wound 
uh, snake bite. Mm-hmm. And so snake bite kind of turns on oh, Billy so stupid. and says, you know, kill yourself. And of course, Billy takes the gun and blows this his brains out. Th- so up till now, the movie's been very faithful to the mm-hmm. book. Okay. This is where it diverges. Yeah. So they had Billy to, doesn't die in the book. So they yeah. have to get it's Billy frustrating. Out of there. Um, I guess when they get to the, I guess they don't need Billy. It's frustrating because it's like, they're all a team and the doctor and Billy and Dan. Right. And it's like, they killed him off. Why? Because in the, in the book, Billy is, Parked outside of the house, keeping an eye on Abra because they're because Abra's doing like kind of the astral projection thing into the bunny right. to lure them, so they think that's where she's at. Right. But then Billy's sitting outside of the house to protect her yeah. in case they come up. Okay. But then Crow Daddy does and takes takes down Billy, but doesn't kill him. Yeah. Okay. And, okay. And but meanwhile, it doesn't kill the dad. But meanwhile, Danny and the doctor. Are out sh- are, are, are doing the shootout people. in the woods. Okay, but I but I will say I really liked the scene when she was as she's dying. She's just like kill, kill yourself, yourself. Right. and it does. It was a right. badass moment and one yeah. of those frustrating things for a villain to do that. But I'm just like I like Billy and he doesn't die in the book. Yeah. Why kill him off? Uh, I mean, it was a good moment for an original thing. But so I feel like Billy is the Dick Halloran of this. Like he is the this this He's kind of the moral conscience. Yeah. yeah. So the, I think yeah. when you. I, I do kind of looking back. I think it could be an homage to losing Dick in the in the original movie, yeah. as we lose Billy as well. And plus, that that whittles it down to just Danny and Abra yeah. against Rose. They're also and they're also trying to. I feel like they're trying to. Even though we understood in the book that Abra is like the new Dan, that she's going through similar things and all that, they keep they keep uh, making new parallels. Like in this movie, she loses a parent. And the book, the parents don't die. Right. So oh, it's like, so they kill the dad. Crow Daddy kills the dad when he kidnaps her. And but now I don't it's think like the good guys lose anybody in the book. No, it's like yeah. a very. I mean, yeah. Like one of one of my kind of complaints about the book is everyone's was that like it really like they it wasn't that difficult for them mm. to take down oh, the true sure, not sure. like it was like they meet in the woods they na- they take out 80% of them and then they go to the side of the overlook and they have their fight and then they're done like yeah. they they never really have a moment no where they lose except for the fact when crow daddy abducts uh, Abra. Abra. Yeah. Yeah. But I, and I think too when I was watching it I was like okay they killed Billy I guess to actually show their stakes because like you said, they show up in the woods and they take them all out. Right. Like, like most of the true. They not. take them so out super easy. I, yeah. As a film viewer, you may go, oh, that was cheap that they didn't lose anyone or whatever. So I, I can see why they did. I just I didn't like it because I like Billy. I, you and, like the character, yeah, you know, but that also makes the death resonate. And mm-hmm. honestly, I don't know what the character would have added to what yeah. go, what they do going forward. Right. Sure. I feel like Abra's doing what Billy was going to do anyway. Yeah. So. So, yeah. So Rose is distraught. Yeah, Her entire like, family is gone. Uh, with the exception of Crow Daddy, Crow Daddy is driving with uh, Abra. There, and he was, and he gives this pretty good monologue where he's like, you know, this was going to go one way, but because of the garbage yeah. that you have pulled, this is going a completely different this way. Some, yeah. like some messed have, up stuff, like he's telling yeah. this girl, like now like, you're, you, but you've changed nothing yeah, about your right. fate. The, your, yeah. yeah, that's right. The fi- your fate stays the same, but it's going to be, it's going to be worse. Yeah, my yeah. dad. So yeah. Danny. Uh, has lost his best friend at this point, and now he uses the Shining. Yeah, he this goes is the back. first time he's actually like doing the astral right. projection, but into Abra, and it was a really was funny a good, moment. Yeah. It's a good scene. So, oh, We're this sh- feels like I'm hungover. I've been, yeah. I've been coming out of a little year. How yeah. good is this girl? Because it's, her, it's right. completely because, different. Because she completely changes like how she talks yeah. and yeah you know not that she does a voice but she just changes her cadence and how she carries right. herself. i love yeah. it when actors play other characters that a different actor are playing yeah. and they have to somehow recreate that with you understanding immediately what they're doing yeah. and they do it well like, like yeah. that's one of my, yeah yeah <laughs> seriously like like john travolta playing nick cage playing yeah, yeah. 
I think or th- all of me with Steve Martin. That's there right. That's right. So I just I love that when it when it turns out well and it it's such a cool performance to see an actor but to see play it from an a actor. child. Yeah, she's good. Yeah. She's real good. Yeah. And but yeah, so she's basically and Crow Daddy's like, what the hell are you talking about? Yeah. And this is where we get an idea of just how strong Danny is. Yeah. Is that he can use. I guess is he using her shine or his shine at that Hard point? Hard to say. It's like they they would or do, they could have combined. They do this a little bit more in the book, and that they they would go into each other's heads and kind of operate. Okay, you know. So and she forces pushes the the whole su the whole van into a tree. Well, at first, he asks them. He's like, he's, "Oh, are he's you wearing like, your seatbelt?" Well, no, he's like, you know what? The best thing about people who are cocky is. Yeah. And the guy was like, no, he's like, they don't pay any attention. Yeah. And of course, the then the pa- the camera kind of pans down. He's not wearing a seatbelt. Yeah. And he moves the Danny moves the whole van and it crashes into a thing. And, and Crow he Daddy flies out the windshield. Crow Daddy dies. This is great. And it's a clever kill, too. Very yeah. clever. Uh, and then so and now Rose is all alone. So Danny has decided he's like, look, the only way we're going to beat her is we got to go to one place that I don't. And she's want. mad now. She, when she finds this she out, takes all she the takes steam. all the steam. Yeah. She's pissed, and her hand is immediately fixed, and she is yeah. coming for blood. Uh, so Danny's like, "We gotta, like, I know a place we can go." Yeah. And so at this point, they're this. I mean, they're sequelizing the movie, and so yeah. the Overlook was just uh, boarded up. It's so it's still right. standing it was abandoned, there, but yeah, it's still it's, there. Yeah, but, fully and there. now this becomes almost a shot for shot, almost remake of The Shining. Like even the shot where Danny's driving up the. Up the well, road. I mean, they're paying, yeah. They use that same like yeah. helicopter yeah. shot of winding it's the, up it's, the. It's the theme. They're yes. using the theme as well. Yeah. They're playing off the theme. You know, yeah. yeah. A, I wouldn't call it a remake. It's a riff. They're, defi- uh, yeah. they're definitely a like they're a, using that toolbox. Yeah. Yes, now. they're paying. This is where Mike Flanagan's paying homage to The Shining. Yes, and uh, but yeah, I wouldn't call it a remake either. The, I, the, I'm sorry, remake is probably not okay because the scenes are different. Yeah, if like the. Force Awakens is a very like a soft <laughs> reboot. They're sure. doing a lot of the same things. Well, they do a lot of the same things in this. Like they go to the bar with Floyd, the bartender. They go to the yeah. see where Danny Lloyd. What I say, Floyd. Floyd. Oh, Lloyd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lloyd. Uh, where Danny is like backing up the steps and Rose the Hat is reaching out just like <laughs> Jack Nicholson yeah. was. Like so, there's a lot That's of fair. stuff that is in there. That's fair. Uh, so yeah, so Danny walks. There's in. also some references. I think I don't remember in the movie so much, but more from the book. The whole take your medicine. Do they say that in the movie? I don't remember uh, that. I think so. From who to who? So Pat, the the Jack Torrance ghost does say that. Oh, his okay. alcohol is the medicine. Yeah. Well, well, and when he would get mad, he'd be like, take your medicine. Yes. Then and he, the, and he, the, in the book, you find out that that's what his dad would say. Oh, really? To them when he got mad. Because his dad was a drunk and abusive, okay. too. Yeah, I and don't think in the movie they do that. They do. Yeah. They do. But, but the Shining? The, oh, that's what I was saying. I don't remember the shining the yeah. medicine thing. No, they. That, you're right. And yeah. the in, and in the in Doctor Sleep when he's beating that guy up in the bar as he's punching him, he says, "Take your medicine." Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay, so, but when he when he meets up with his dad, the dad as Danny is fighting against him, he the dad the Patrick whatever his name is does say take take he's shoving the the glass in in Danny's face and says, "Take your medicine." Yeah, yeah. right. So Danny walks in. To the overlook. And I think Abra even says it once when she's trying to find think, him. She's like, come take your medicine. And that was something uh, Jack would say when he was like trying to hunt them down within the overlook in the book. He'd oh, be like, come and take your medicine. I feel like she may say it to Rose. Maybe. Like, it's it's time for your oh, medicine. Interesting. Yeah. But I, I really like this scene. This I, is great. I, I didn't have a problem. It was, it was a little weird just because of the things we talked about. And yeah. just, it's so iconic. I, I, I liked the scene really in and of itself. Like, yeah. of him interacting with his dad as the bartender. Yeah. I just, the technology, I like, I don't know that it's quite there yet, but 
But um, but and I don't know that it ever will be, just because when you take an iconic actor and you know it's not that iconic mm-hmm. actor, yeah, it's hard to get lost in that moment in quite the same way. Yeah. It's maybe also if we such see a performance. It, maybe if we see it enough, yeah. we yeah. will. And and I was also put off by by the voice didn't sound like Jack Nicholson, but on the flip side, like you're not wrong that his voice is can be such a cartoon yeah. that if someone was, if he was doing, doing the voice, that, you'd be like, dude, dial yeah. it yeah, back. I was like, how many, how many and, comedians have we seen do an impression of Oh, Nicholson? my God. Every third-rate hack comic right. has a Nicholson impersonation. And <laughs> but the fact that they recast them all, see, that's what I think yeah. really helped it, was it's like... I, I think what would have helped is if we had seen that... A flashback of... Of him earlier Before, yeah. to kind of establish and like kind of acclimate to this other than I know they wanted that big reveal. Right. But I I think it would have yeah. worked better had had they let us kind of dip our toes yeah, in the water first, first sure, sure. before they just well, I guess they did that with Wendy yeah it's because you see, right. you see a lot of her before yeah you get to that scene where he's smashing through the yeah yeah but like I think I mean but f- like writing and from a writing standpoint from a performance standpoint even and from how this story works within the context of the of the film i liked it a lot yeah, yeah. i liked it a lot it's a really like, cool it's scene. just the technology i'm just like i'm not yeah. entire and i don't know that you can ever get over it i don't even know if you can blame it on the technology like well, I, I mean if we can look at a young robert downey jr or a but it's robert downey jr playing play, robert yeah. downey yeah. jr i see you know what i mean full cg recreations that's yeah gonna yeah. be interesting that's fair but yeah, so I yeah, I love that you know, and you don't see him right away, but he just puts the drink down. And he... Well, so as Danny's walking to the hotel, Danny is basically waking up the hotel. Like the lights are turning on as Danny is just walking into rooms. Like he's not turning on switches. Like, and, the, and the hotel is is guiding him is getting into better condition. Yes, like it starts off really dilapidated, and the more he wakes it up. The more vibrant, yeah, correct, and, and and which leads to the refresh that, the hotel wants Danny, right? So yeah, so he sits down at the bar, and then we see like it's just like it's, it's a hand, it, yeah, just a, a hand sliding a drink, and it pans up, and, and it's, you hear it though, and you know what yeah, they're doing because right. he does have that cadence that he's trying to recreate, and he calls him Mister Torrance, right? And, and he was like, you know, and then they have this uh, kind of a gut punch of a scene where Danny's just like. Yeah, you're never like this is unbelievable. Like you're you're here. Like you're my dad. Like blah blah. And even even the the ghost is like I don't know who you're talking about. Like, right. He, he refuses to admit. And the the harder Danny is pushing, uh, finally like the ghost kind of breaks and says he gives the take your medicine line and Danny yeah. pushes it back. You think Danny's gonna break. And in well, the, because this is what broke Jack exactly like in the 1980 exactly how he broke in the book too. it was one drink yeah. from the bartender and that was in it. a hotel that doesn't have any alcohol <laughs> right, yeah, like exactly, that was yeah. part of why he took the job is he knew he'd be locked in a in a hotel with no booze with no booze right yeah. uh, so Danny at this point like he has everything set up he we see him go down to the when he goes down to the boilers and I was like well, this is interesting. Yeah. Like, if this is what they're going to do, that's... I don't think it's a middle finger to Kubrick, but at the same time, I kind of think it is. Well, I, Stephen King subtle, got his ending. I don't yeah. think it's a middle finger to Kubrick. I think it's a sucking may, up may, to Stephen may, King. May, may a copa to Stephen King. Yeah, right. Because yeah. it was such a big deal for him, and it's like, finally, he gets this ending. It's it's really right. cool. Although, if I, he had gotten that ending, he wouldn't have gotten this movie. Correct. Yeah. And I mean, so everything happens I, for a reason. You know, and this... And also, but I... Back to, to the original Shining, though, like, with Kubrick, like... I don't know why he chose to not blow up the Overlook because, like, 
Sequel, baby, that's Shining 2 money. Yeah, Kubrick was a big <laughs> yeah, franchise I'm sure that's, proponent. Yeah, I'm sure that's what Kubrick that's was thinking. That's Scorsese cinema stuff? Yeah. Kubrick would have been like, no, baby. Uh-uh, oh, bitches. Yeah. I'm yeah. taking that money. Shining um, cinematic universe, baby. But, you know, because it's like, you could have still done that and had that, that yeah. ending. Yep. Like, and I, yeah, I don't yeah. know. He would do, he did, he did stuff like that throughout the entire movie. Yeah. Like, the Torrances are driving a bug. He just made it red because he's a dick. Yeah. Oh, I don't know if you, if that's. Yeah, the why not reason. make it yellow? I don't know, but I'm There's just no saying. There's no reason. You don't know. You see a yellow bug on the side of the road. They didn't have one. They had a red one. There's. They drive past a yellow bug. What well, might be from that opening shot, a yellow one might wash out. That's and not what be, I. That's why I said the Patreon. I'm guessing it was a visual, yeah, a, a cinematography choice. But. Maybe. Because, they, you know, they had that big giant, and also keep in mind, they, they, you know, tracking shots weren't what they were now, because that opening shot in The Shining, you can tell they're on a helicopter, because oh, yeah. it's so shaky, Yeah, you know? And, and that's uh, a great shot. It is a great shot, yeah. but, like, by today's standards, it's, they didn't, the technology isn't there, and it's There's very, a lot of uh, shitting, s- shitting references in The Shining episode for Patreon. <laughs> yeah. uh, I like when, I like when he goes and revisits the door that still has the axe. It's good, it's still, and it yeah. still says red rum on it. Yeah, and he, look, yeah. he just and looks I, around. I like that, and I like that they didn't, like, feel the need to recreate that you scene. Get, you, well, they do kind you of. You see her screaming, but yeah. you never get the here's Johnny. Yeah. And like, it would have been so easy to like play the hits, right. and they didn't. No. Right. I like how they start bringing back all the characters. Uh-huh. Although I thought there'd be more blowjobs from people in Bear Suits. I thought the same thing. I was like, of all the characters and not bring back that one? Like, that's uh, Yeah, we don't even know? see the Bear Suit, do we? Uh, I don't think so. And to me, that was one of the most like, whoa. What the hell? Yeah, what is happening? <laughs> yeah. And uh, so, I, yeah, I was like, no Bear Suit? No really? Bear Suit. Yeah. So Jack, uh, Abra kind of said tells Danny she's like she's she's here. So Abra kind of runs in with Je- with Danny. Uh, Danny, I do like the scene where like you see the axe like in a in a glass fire case, and of course Danny takes it. Well, and that's another way that you know for sure it's a sequel to the movie and Why? not the book. Oh yeah, exactly. It's not, it's, a, it's not a mallet. In the book, it's a roke mallet. It, what I thought it was not croquet. croquet? Ro- it's roke, which is a offshoot of croquet. Oh, but yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, but it's okay. not a croquet mallet. It's not. I'll they like that. they go to great pains <laughs> in the book to tell you it is. They are not playing croquet. That's because this hotel was so fancy that croquet was for trash oh it was, wow. but the rich people played roke and that's and it even tells you how to pronounce it because i would have because <laughs> i, I would have pronounced it like roke i think it's like r-o-q-u-e yeah this is like roke it's roke <laughs> yeah <laughs> so so rose gets into the and we go into the main ballroom and we see uh danny and rose kind of standing up the steps the infamous steps with a typewriter in front of them uh and rose thinks she's in control and all of a sudden, they flash to they they snap to the the, the hedge maze. Yeah, that they did not find a shortcut through. Uh, <laughs> so Rose is kind of chasing um, Abra throughout the hedge maze, and it's very similar to you know you'd see Rose kind of shoot around a corner, and Rose just kind of stands there and allows herself to be captured. I'm sorry, we see uh, Danny. Nope, Abra, <laughs> and allows kind of allows Rose to get a hold of her, and Rose is like. At the same time, you see something in the background starting to get closer, and you have no clue. I had no clue what it was until they showed you what it was. I was like, "Oh, he's going to use the like the ghost of his dad to like chop right. her into pieces." But all of a sudden, it's this giant box, yeah, and it's closing in on Rose, and you're like, "That's fudge and brilliant!" Yeah. Like, why? Yeah, okay, let's lock her in here as well. So they and she figures it out. She's like, "This isn't your; these aren't your fears." Yeah, and then she snaps out of it, and she sees all of the boxes. 
and I the trap the entire time is Danny's like he's we're gonna, gonna release yeah. she all well, of the the overlook she releases it yeah knowing that like she does yeah she's like what's in those boxes and she snaps oh them open. she thinks oh, yeah like right. what are you hiding what from are you hiding yeah. is it, she wants more You're she right. thinks it's got more yeah this is where she realizes just how powerful Danny yeah. is. And all of a sudden, they just here come her. all of the ghosts. You see, here's ghosties. Yeah, right. <laughs> you see Grady with the bullet hole. You see the twins. You see ev- everything from the Overlook, and they accept a bear suit. Yeah, a bear suit. can't say yeah. everything. Well, true. I guess he was busy. He was busy. <laughs> yeah, you uh, <laughs> can't see it. Can't, can't really attack somebody with your mouth. That's full. true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's fair. There's an Easter egg. See, you when you pause it and go frame by frame as they pass a doorway. Right. They were just <laughs> well, I guess we should. So the, before we get to that, where she reveals everything. Uh, Danny's got the axe and he tells Abra to run away and he's backing up the steps just like his mom did and the way Rebecca Ferguson is coming at him it's almost identical to how Jack was coming at uh, Wendy and and, uh, Danny takes a swing and clocks her in the shoulder with the axe and then she kind of pulls it out and uh, hits him in the leg and cuts his leg open pretty gnarly and he takes a fall very similar to the way Jack falls down the steps which when you watch that again like that stuntman should have gotten paid double because that is a gnarly <laughs> fall. <Yeah. laughs> uh, and this is where she reaches into his head and releases all the boxes. And then, of course, they attack her and kill her without even thinking twice. Yeah. Like they she is they feast rose- on her the way they were feasting. Exactly. On she is yeah. dispatched quickly. And then all of a sudden they go after Danny and you're just like, oh, no. And then Danny stands up. Uh, we see Abra kind of running through the house. We see I think she has an interaction with the the bathtub woman, mm-hmm. I think. Uh, and then kind of Danny comes around the corner and he's standing just like Jack Nicholson yeah. and he's, yeah. his ankles busted just like Jack Nicholson. His so, eye is white. Right. It's white over the. Oh, that's right. Yeah. You, that's how you know he's a bad guy. Yeah. Uh, and he's hobbling like he's same. De- it's all it's ah, exactly the like, same. Ah, yeah. yeah. Um, which is interesting when you think about like if Jack the way the Jack is talking at the end of the 1980 shining. Remember, it's all it's marbled and gumbled and yeah. he's not saying anything. So it's like so if this we're saying. Now Danny's doing the same thing, so maybe it wasn't the snow. Maybe it was just the influence of the of oh, the it's hotel the hotel that made him go completely garbly gook. Yeah, it's the hotel that does that. To okay, him. that not makes the, sense. Not the, I always took it as like it was he was so cold that he was just losing his facilities completely. But yeah, we're saying that it was the hotel. He was slowing down certainly. Yeah, the cold. Sure. Uh, so they they stumble into room two thirty seven, and this is where she comes face to face with the the bathtub woman, which is just so gross. It's I, actually this is grosser, I think, and I don't know why, but it's just grosser. Uh, and it's Danny, high def, yeah. That's, that's and they good, linger. I think I think Kubrick does a, a a better job of like you would get kind of glimpses, and I then think, they, and then you'd cut away, and then but your mind like, would what was that? Your mind would linger on it long after the shot had left, which is why I think that first shot of her like coming out of the shadows and then it cuts off yeah. was the most one of the most effective things in the movie. Yeah, I'm just glad they didn't hit chapter to it with that. I mean, because they have the large naked grandma. I mean, it's the same oh, kind of oh, gr- yeah, yeah, gross yeah. creature, but it's yeah. like, oh, the way they did that was CG, and it was just there and just <laughs> yeah. stomping around. Oh. Uh, so Danny goes to swing and kill, because now the hotel wants Abra. Like, it's got Danny, mm-hmm. so now it wants Abra. And he goes to swing, and Danny, like, Danny stops. And he was just like, and Abra kind of has a heart-to-heart with him. Like, you can do this. You can fight through this. One of the things you don't realize about Danny Torrens is that he got here 15 minutes earlier. And he turned on the rule. He yeah. turned on. What's the one rule? Which is right. Oh yeah, yeah. Don't right. forget the boiler. Don't forget the boiler. I mean that that's uh, that's, that's another major thing from the yeah. book. Yeah, was that they would go on and on about like they were like don't ever forget the boiler and like that's you know 
it's bad news. Yes. If you do that. It's one of the reasons why he's there. So the ghost kind of shakes it off. Like Danny shakes off the ghost. He's like, you got to go. Like, you got to get out of here. I can't hold this thing off for much longer. And of course, Abra runs. Yeah. She's like, I'm not leaving. And he's like, someone's got to. You got to go. Keep them at bay. Yeah. Somebody's got to help people like you or people like us, basically, is what he's saying. And then the ghosts take control again. Uh, Abra gets out and the whole place explodes. And I will say, at least they didn't have any like uh, lawn animals like this yeah. time around, <laughs> which is just a weird option in the book. Uh, yeah, so the whole thing explodes. The police are coming, and we kind of flash forward a little bit further, and we see Abra is okay. Like she's having a talk with Danny, um, and we know that Danny's not there. Like he's kind of said, you know, you did a good job. Like you're everybody's okay. It plays very much like the scenes with Dick, so you yeah, get yeah, that idea. Right, he's got. There's also if you go back and watch those scenes, there's like a weird reverb to their voices. Mm-hmm. That's how you know they're dead. Is there's like a just like, like the w- aliens in V. Exactly. Yeah. So the uh, her mom comes in and she's like, "Who are you talking to?" And she's like, "Nobody." Nobody. And then of and course, does, and that's when it does the same cut that it did for Dick. Right. Where, which is why I also yeah. think Dick is dead. That, they show you know, that again, yeah. They, they cut the same way. Cuts to the Makes parents' sense. point of view, and, yeah. and Danny's gone. And I mean, and, but and to the same extent, I took it as they're not there. It could mean anything. Right. They're talking to them. They're dead. But yeah. I definitely could see that. So then she comes out of her... Abra comes out, and she's like, no, you know what? I was talking to Danny, and he said the dad's okay. Yeah, she's not going to hide it from her mom anymore. Right. And then she kind of she's like, all right, well, come on downstairs for dinner. And she kind of looks in the bathroom and the, the curtain pulls back. Yeah. Identical scene to when Dan traps the right. She walks she walks into the bathroom and closes the door. Yeah. Just like Dan. But we should say that there is that very touching scene because Danny, they, they say that in the past that Danny hasn't talked since they came back from Colorado. Uh, she's sitting down there with it's a it's a flashback to it's Wendy and Danny sitting there watching cartoons. Danny gets up to go to the bathroom. Uh, sees the woman and without hesitation goes in there, closes the door behind him, and locks. That's when we know that he started to lock the yeah he's the he's things trapping in the box them. yeah. And then so we get that exact same scene here, and that's kind of how it ends. And I loved this movie. I thought it was really good. I, I thought had, the first hour is a little slow. Yeah, but um, I thought the payoff was totally worth it. I, was I loved it. I loved all the Overlook stuff. Yeah. I, I, I Rebecca Ferguson was so good. She's as Rose great. They had. Yeah. She just has this like m- you just mesmerized by her. A lot of it. I mean, you know, accent thing aside, but. It's her delivery of the lines and also her body language. Right. The way she moves just... They're dancerly. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. It's her movement, and uh, I thought she was a great... And a weird, graceful... And, yeah. yeah. And, but yeah, I, I like this movie a lot. I thought I this just, was a very good sequel, and it's not similar in tone, but mm-hmm. it's what happens to this character after, and I, th- I, thought, it, I thought it worked very well. Yeah. And, and again, I liked the changes to the ending... Wait, I like I like them. I like this ending better than I like the ending of the book. Even though in the book, Danny lives, yeah, I like and, and like he, you know, I just don't think. I mean, after all he's been through and he's helping people, and it, the book ends with him getting his, you know, another like you, chip for sobriety. It's like why kill Danny off? He doesn't need to die. I mean, maybe, I get I get that, but I also <laughs> like the fact that like, but he need like, but maybe he wants there to. There were stakes, and you know, makes yeah, them, but you know? but I that's the only problem I had, and it yeah. didn't ruin it. But I'm like. Danny has so much that he's he's recovered. He's helping people. You like, hate why? to see that when it's all said and done. The Overlook still killed. Yeah, him. But, he's, but, he's but, young, but he like, killed the Overlook. Yeah, that's true. He, he died killing the mm-hmm. Overlook. And he, so. took, and he took out a bun- the top knot. Or yeah, yeah. called. And uh, one thing we should probably say for people who haven't read the book, a little spoiler from the book. But in the book, Danny and Abra are related. Yes, he's oh. actually Uncle Dan. He's actually her uncle, and that and and I think this guy because I don't remember this from the movie, but in the book part of the marital problems between yes. b- 
between Jack and and uh, Wendy. Wendy were um, not just his drinking, but that the he had had he, he had, had, had an student. affair with a student. And, and if that's the case, and they're man, that's crazy that that woman looks just like yes. Wendy's. So Abra's yeah. mom is Danny's sister. That's the right. daughter so of Momo that she goes to visit, who's a bigger character in the book. Yeah, because she's dying. Um, that's the student. Okay, that yeah. Jack Nicholson had an affair with. Well, that would be crazy that she looks. I mean, there's all we talked about it in the in the uh, people um, have types. No, totally. Yeah. But I mean, like even so, Jack's real name. They don't call him Jack in the book. Yeah, they call him John. So the here's Johnny line is not in the book, right? No, J- here's Johnny is not. So it's interesting how that plays. But he's Jack Torrance. They call him Jack. His name is John. His full name is. They, his, well, yeah, Jack is an abbreviation. Right, is, right. Is a nick, but they called him Jack. But they. They did, but in the in the book, like you never know that his name is John in the movie. Well, I, I mean, J- Jack is a common. I know, but I'm just saying, like, it's but they funny always that, called him they 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 called him Jack in the book. I I know, but what I'm saying is, like, when they do the here, like when they actually give you his full name, right, as John whatever Torrance, and then they do the here's Johnny line. I was yeah. like, well, that's I mean, that has to be something you don't, well, yeah, you know. But but Jack is that's the com- yes. that's the nickname for, for John. John. I mean. Right. You I know. know. Yeah, I mean that's, but uh, but anyway, I just thought people would like to know that that's why I did not that realize they're that. related, that the that, big, that, and that's part of why the link is so strong. That's, okay. Yeah, that's why they're connected. I mean, it's a huge part that they just completely left out. I mean, that's not a small revelation of why they're connected. Yeah. I, so when know, this woman's oh, I guess this woman never. I guess does she ever see Danny? Does the mom ever that? see Danny in the book? Momo, no, his sister. Well, that's yeah. Abra's, Abra's, Abra's mom, right? Does, yeah. does Abra's well, yeah, mom parents, ever see Danny? He yeah. goes and he he goes with the doctor to go with both parents. Oh, the dad yeah. never okay, dies, okay, okay. and they find out that link eventually. Got it, right? Got it, got it, got it, got but it. yeah, so but it's a huge it's a huge one where I was kind of surprised, and I get that it would bog things down for time and everything. Totally, but that's a huge part of everything. I yeah, mean, it's just yeah, yeah. Man, so was, Uncle uh, yeah. Dan, she's like, so you really are my uncle right. Dan. She calls him Uncle Dan. Sure, like then, in the movie, and not, then you find out that the, he's he really is. Yeah. yeah, and like you also kind of assume that, like, on some level, she knew that. Yeah. Sure, you know, sure, that so. makes sense. Yeah, it's a shame that this didn't do, do better. Do better. It yeah. was good. Yeah, so. it's a great sequel to, yeah. to both. I think I, think I like this better than Chapter Two. I would agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah I would yeah. agree. So. Yeah. Well, I guess that's it for this one. Let's uh, go around the table and everyone can say where to find them. This is Joe. You can follow me on the Twitter at Joey Butts, B-U-T-T-S 21. This is Kevin. Follow me on Twitter at Kevin R. Brackett. And this is Tom. You can follow me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. You can find the show online, Facebook.com slash Real Spoilers. While you're there, like the page, join the group, uh, find us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts and be sure and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And of course, Patreon, patreon.com slash real spoilers. Five bucks a month, bonus content, and you help us out. So that's it for this one. Uh, Coming up on the next one, we will tackle uh, Ford versus Ferrari. Ford v. Ferrari. (laughs) I bet Christina Ferrari is really excited. She's super excited. Yeah, Dawn of Cars. Yeah. (laughs) So so thanks for tuning in. And until next time, Sonny and Muriel become partners. If I can borrow a coat to wear Oh, I'd step out in style With my sincere smile And my dancing bear Outrageous, alarming Courageous, charming Oh, who would think a boy and bear To be well accepted everywhere 
Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.